0: Welcome back to the Student at a Game podcast. All right. Did you all watch episode six of One Division? I know I did. If you did not watch it, I advise you to stop, pause the podcast, and go watch it. Or if you want to hear a few spoilers and stuff, guess what? You can listen to this episode here, and guess what? You won't be shocked or surprised by certain things, and you will probably be more aware of what's going on than I was when I was initially watching it. Okay? But anyways, man, it was a lot of good things in this episode. Once again, this episode here, I feel like... I, at first, I was a little bit concerned because episode 5, I thought, was really dope. It's not that I didn't like episodes 1 through 4. I thought episodes 1 through 4 were good. But um, in episode 5, um, they did something different. They were able, The story moved along. It wasn't any lateral movement in, in the story. So it's one of those situations where... It was a good ep- They were good episodes, but it didn't really move the storyline that much. All right, episode five, the storyline started to move even more. We starting to get we we get that feeling like okay, now we're getting closer to figure out what the hell is going on. Episode six did the same thing. We are getting closer and closer to figuring out what the hell is really going on and why, and you know. But check this out. I still do not know who the villain is. You know, you have people, and these these are spectating, and I love spectating, you know, but we're hearing it's, it's Nightmare. Then we're hearing it's Mephisto, okay? So I'm like, okay, we're hearing it's Wanda, but that's the cool thing, you know? Like, have you ever watched, have you ever been like six episodes deep in a show, and you still have no clue who the who the actual villain is, you know, and who's the actual heroes are? We don't know because we don't know everything that's going on. Everybody has a different purpose and a different perspective that they come in, that they're trying to attack whatever the situation is, you know. But um, in this episode here, like, first and foremost, I'm going to tell you something. One of my favorite moments of this show, the highlight of this show for me was, guess what, guess what, guess what? When Wanda said, whatever you do, don't go past Ellis Avenue. Whatever you do, don't go past Ellis Avenue. Boom, boom. That's my favorite. That's my favorite line of this episode, probably, probably of the entire series. Without even seeing the remaining three episodes, right? Which the remaining three episodes are going to be one hour long each. Which, <laughs> which in actuality is probably going to be like 45 minutes, because it seems like they stop 15 minutes ahead of how much it's supposed. You know. They stop 15 minutes before the episode even ends. It almost makes you feel like when you buy the bag of chips, you know, half of the bag is is full and you feel nothing but air. And you're like, man, can I get some of my money back? But anyways, um, yeah, that, I, of course, that's one of my favorite parts of the show because that's my last name, Ellis, you know. So I'm like, man, Ellis Avenue. And one of the first things I thought about um, was Ellis Island is in the X-Men in the movies and in the comics but i'm not sure if that if they're paying homage to that or if they're paying homage to a former comic book writer warren ellis so who knows i mean but or maybe it's just hey ellis avenue that, that's an actual street in westview new jersey okay maybe now on this one here um i was expecting it to be more 90s centric but it wasn't because They skipped the 90s and went straight to the 2000s. You know how I know? You know how I know? Because this episode here, the way they constructed it, it was, they did it like Malcolm in the Middle. Okay? I mean, it reminded me straight of Malcolm in the Middle. And when I first started watching it, I'm like, man, Malcolm in the Middle came out like in 2002. But then, of course, I went to our Google friend, Google Google, and typed in Malcolm in the Middle and Malcolm in the Middle came out in January of 2000 so but you know but I guess when you look back on episode five maybe they combined some of the early 90s sitcom stuff with the 80s which they had some similarities depending on which time in the 80s and 90s you want to look at it so I can dig that so guess what I already knew from the jump, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get my Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen um, cameo that I was hoping we were going to get, you know, because I thought they would have did like a Full House style type episode. But I guess one can say that episode five has some similarities to like a Full House and and of course all the other sitcoms that came up around that time frame but I thought that would have been a real good easter egg that would have been pretty dope right I haven't seen the Olsen twins in anything in a while so and a lot of people they're unaware that Elizabeth Olsen is the younger sister of Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen for real but don't think we're gonna get that people but it's all good it's all good in the hood folks Um, Pietro was very you know he had a very very prominent role in this episode you know um And I'm glad that he did, because I was kind of afraid of whether or not the next episode, if he was going to just be having a small role and we not see much of him. But he was all up in the show. And I like the chemistry that they have here. And what we did learn is that um, Pietro. um, Well, this is what we know so far. It could be true and it may not be true, but or it could be both. We don't know. But, uh. Of course, Pietro does not look like the same Pietro that Wanda is familiar with. OK, and, you know, and um, it is, it, it's, 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 you know, it's like, OK, is this the, the same exact same Quicksilver from X-Men Days of Future Past and stuff? So let's say if it is right. So why is he right here? You know, is it a situation where Professor Xavier... Because I heard heard, um, different theories on this listening to other shows where they mention that, okay, it's, it's possible that Charles Xavier sent the Pietro from Fox over there to get some information on Wanda, which explains sometimes on why he's asking questions and being pretty inquisitive, okay? And it's quite possible that the reason why he doesn't look like the quicksilver that wanda knows maybe because he um he might have taken some up uh, well that's the thing the pietro in the mcu universe is dead so but i don't think professor xavier can't professor xavier extract memories from a dead person and put them in someone else that would be interesting if he could hmm, i don't know but you know this episode here you could tell him and Wanda was trying to figure each other out a little bit. There was a one part in the episode where Pietro made a reference to when they went trick or treating when they was kids and they got a fish as some can instead of candy and stuff when they went trick or treating. And she kind of looked at him like, "What?" She said she didn't remember it. And then there was also a situation where she asked him, "Hey, you remember that kid that used to mess with you that had the skin problem?" And then he was like, "Oh, you're testing me, huh?" So it's like okay what's going on here you know who i mean is she having it, it, you know if you by one mind controlling so many people or you know is a residual of that is she's forgetting certain memories of her past mm, don't know or is it quite possible that this is the quick server from the fox um x-men and he's trying to learn on the fly right so we don't know, but we'll f- figure out more answers to that. But I heard a lot about a lot of rumors where people were saying that they think that um, Pietro is, well, Mephisto is actually Pietro, right? Disguised in Pietro's body. And that will be intriguing. That will be, it's possible. You know, it's not impossible, right? I can see that happening. So that would be pretty interesting so that's something to look forward to and watch out for um the tattoo on his left arm you know it has mom and could that stand for um what 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 is it multi um i forgot what it was saying Ah, man i'm i'm having a brain freeze here but um the mom tattoo you know that tattoo right there that's from um it was been confirmed that Evan Peters actually has a has a um, a tattoo that says "Mom" on him. So, but is it possible that that stands for Multiverse of Madness? Hmm. Yeah, it be interesting. I mean, I guess that's why they cast him, right? <laughs> because of that. I mean, that would be pretty cool. But I don't think that's the main reason why they cast him. But, you know, we saw Vision going to go do his own investigation and Vision went past Ellis Avenue, (laughs) which is something you were not supposed to do. And he went when he went by there, he noticed everyone over there were pretty much in frozen mode or in dial-up mode and on repeat on it also. And he came across Agnes and... um, agnes was in frozen mode we don't know why or how agnes even got over there so it's like okay what's going on like why was she over there what was she trying to do was she doing an investigation of her own and then we saw that agnes Well here's another thing you notice we haven't seen agnes since pietro arrived so i wonder is this a situation where let's say because i heard there were rumors about Mephisto possibly being Agnes or something like that, and let's say it's a situation where you know what Mephisto says, I'm gonna in- I'm gonna inhabit Pietro's body, I'm gonna send Agnes away, and he sent her away over there past Ellis Ave, right? I mean, I wonder if that's the whole reasoning behind that. I don't know. We'll I guess we'll find out later. But we saw Vision trying to break out and he was telling the soldiers of sword and everyone else that the people need your help and we saw that as vision was breaking out that vision his body was starting to tear apart so it looks like once he gets out this bubble he's going to be torn to shreds so that's whoa we saw that he still has the mind stone He still has the mind stone in his head. I'm not sure if it's working, though. But, you know, that's one of those things, you know, as far as we know, when we see Vision, he always has that mind stone. So I guess you can either have the mind stone there or you can have a hole in the middle of his head. And having that mind stone there looks a whole lot better than having a hole or a fractured stone in his head. Right. Right. Um, We saw... um, we saw um, Agent Wu and and Rambo and Monica Rambo getting sidelined by their boss of sword, S.W.O.R.D. So that was pretty strange. And that's one of those things that seems like they was onto something. And then like the powers that be were trying to shut them up. So they told them, hey, we want you off. But that, of course, that did not stop them because guess what? They are heroes. They are leaders. They trying to do something heroic here. They're good people. So good people don't stop when the bad guys or adversaries tell them No. All right, so they get back in. They beat up some other guards, and they, of course, they get a, a, a sword disguise and a, with a hoodie and stuff. And you know, they go and um, woo, Monica Rambo and Darcy. They go and do some more investigation. And one thing that popped up, that popped up in my mind, what that popped up when I saw it, that triggered a red light in my head, was when Darcy was telling Monica that. You can't really afford to go back in there because when you came out of there, your molecules, you know, your molecular DNA had changed. So, you know what I instantly thought about? Ding. Is this how she's going to get her powers? Um, Is she going to be what they call a mutant? you know um and are is it possible that all the people that are in the bubble are they going to be end up are they going to end up being mutants or if they had a certain mutant gene will being in the bubble would that trigger them so that would be pretty cool that would be something different right but i recall a couple of years ago kevin feige said we're not going to see the x-men until about five years from now i think that was in was that in 2019 or was that was that 2020 was it 2020 I think or was it 20 I think it was like in 2019 man but um we'll see we'll see all right but this might just this might be the beginning of Monica getting her powers and going back to the scene when Vision was tearing his body was tearing was ripping apart was being ripped apart his son Billy well we saw that his son Tommy he ended up getting this having the speed, developing his speed powers, just like his uncle Quicksilver. And we saw that Billy ended up having powers like Wanda. And now Billy was actually able to hear his dad, Vision, scream, but Wanda wasn't able to hear it. So it got me thinking, Um, I mean, what what's going on with that? Like did Vision, can Vision stop Wanda from, actually tapping into his mind the same way magneto was shut down professor xavier from tapping into his head by putting on his helmet so yeah that's believable right but he was in trouble and wanda was not able to hear him and by not being able to hear him she could not pinpoint his exact location so she um but pretty much what she did was she trust what what billy was saying and guess what she expanded what they call it? The hex. I keep saying bubble. All right, it feels like a bubble, I guess. But um, she expanded it. She extended it on out because she figured he must be at least past Ellis Avenue, but she cannot tell exactly where. But she expanded it like to the point where it would started sucking up other people who was further away. And I'm like, okay, so I guess this is how it exactly happened. This is how it happened when she initially created that bubble. Who knows? Maybe the bubble was maybe the smile the, the size of a of of a street or something or a house, right? And then as as things started as it started hitting the fans, she just went ahead and expanded the bubble so she can control more. But um It reminded me when you see it expanding, it reminded me of if you ever seen the movie, The Blob, you know, there's two versions of The Blob, one that came out in the 60s and then you have one that came out in the, in the mid to late 80s. It reminded me of that because you see you see something expanding that has the ability to suck up people, right? And you see people running away and, you know, it's not stopping until it wants to stop. It's going to chase you until it has you, has you. And I felt so bad for Darcy, man. Like... Sword, The sword um, soldiers, their security squad, they, chain, they handcuffed her to the truck. And as it was expanding, all the soldiers, they took off. They drove off. But guess what? They left poor Darcy there. They didn't even bother giving her the key. I mean, at least on Walking Dead, you know, T-Dog gave the key to, um, you know, Rick told T-Dog to give the key to Merle when he was locked up on the roof. Unfortunately, T-Dog tripped and failed, But, you know, we'll talk about that a different day. But right here, she was stuck like Chuck. And she said, oh, fudge. So that has me thinking. So I'm thinking, does that mean that, is it possible that Darcy is going to end up becoming a mutant and developing some type of superpowers? And if so, which superhero would she be? Hmm. That would be interesting. I'm going to have to look, because I I remember Kat Dennings last week, she mentioned that she's going to be in other... Making appearances in other Marvel, um, I'm not sure if she said movies, but most likely other Marvel shows and making other Marvel appearances. Well, you know what? Most likely she should be in Thor 4. They're bringing Jane back, so her and Jane were real, are best like best of friends, so I could see them going back. I could see her returning in there as well. And it's a situation, also, it's one of those things like... You know it's going to be some residuals from these people who are sub, who are in this hex in this bubble like if it's not a good thing well to some it's probably not a good thing but if it's not a situation where they are getting powers you know it might be a situation they might could get some kind of type of cancerous disease or something from that I mean I'm pretty sure it has some sort of type of radiation or something that's going to affect the body right because you see how it's affecting Monica Rambo. But if you notice Monica Rambo was chill like she didn't trip or nothing like when Darcy delivered that news to her. So maybe it's a situation where Monica was already exposed to something because it has not been confirmed whether or not if she currently has powers or not, you know. And when you think about it, I mean, Monica, she just came back from from the blip you know cuz it's quite possible to people who return from the blip it might be something going on with them as well you know but then she went into that bubble to Wanda's bubble man she she's man she's been going through a lot lately right so who knows but um i kept thinking i'm like i wonder so i wonder what superhero could Cat Dennings be could Darcy be um i don't know i mean could she be squirrel girl <laughs> I don't know, I don't know that would be interesting though i'm I'm trying to think I don't think i I don't know, but another thing that when you think about it like let's say hypothetically speaking like if it's not granting people powers is causing people to have like a cancerous disease so let's say um we do we do find out in in Thor four that um Jane Foster is gonna have a terminally ill disease and I wonder if that's something maybe it's something that Darcy might have passed on to her or I wonder if they're going to roll with the storyline of Jane catching um, some type of some type of of terminal cancer from um, when the ether was in her body. Right. You remember in Thor Dark World. So that would be that would be pretty interesting to see. You know, well, we can see where that storyline would go, right? But um, you know, we, we see we have another you know, another scene that I enjoyed on this episode was when Vision was ta- talking to Agnes, and Agnes, you know, what he did was he had um, Vision has touched her head to. Seems like it, it temporarily took the mind block off of um, Agnes that, um, that Wanda has over everyone. And what she did, what he did was, you know, she, 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 the first thing she asked was, she says, am I dead, am I dead? And he was like, dear God, no, why, why would you say that? And she said, because you're dead. And he's like, what? She said, you know, you're an Avenger, you, you, you died and see he, he doesn't vision still doesn't remember anything and i don't know maybe so the the agents of sword maybe what they did was when they had his body broke torn apart i wonder if they messed up his memory or is that something that wanda did right or maybe they wiped his memory out you know wiped his slate clean but apparently he doesn't remember who he who he was prior to this so you know but that that would be cool you know that's or, or is Agnes playing a trick on him like is Agnes is she a witch you know or is she a um is she Mephisto or is she Nightmare we do not know and that's it goes back to what I said earlier people you know this this is the first time that I can recall watching a show where we don't know who the actual villain is six episodes in now we're going to be seven episodes in so we'll we'll find out by the final episode right and there's going to be some type of twist you know But yeah, but, but but seriously though, man, that stuff did remind me of the Blob, man. Like, it it did, man. That. <laughs> but you know what? It was cool to see Agent Wu, man, do do some fighting, man. Like we, he was in two Ant Man movies. We have have yet to see him do any fighting or anything like that. We just see him being like a typical parole officer for Ant Man, right? So that was cool to see him do that. I like that. I can dig that. I can dig that for real. Um, one of my one another good scene I liked in there was um. When they was trick-or-treating, you know, Pietro told, well, first she asked Pietro, Pietro "Where? what happened to your accent? And he said, what are you talking about? He said, what happened to yours? And isn't that the, isn't that a cool sibling thing? It's like, you ask me a question and I question you back and then they just drop it, you know? It's like, neither of them, of them want to explain what happened to each other's accent, but... Who knows? You have a lot of people sometimes when they're not in their homeland or where they're from for a while and stuff and they got us accustomed to being at a certain place. They tend to not um, if they had an accent, it, it tends to go away and stuff. But you may hear the accent when they are uh, when they are fussing or fighting or, or extremely angry. Right. Some people some that happens to some people and stuff. But, once again, though, no, man, like I say, I was disappointed I didn't get my Olsen twins um, cameo, man. I was looking forward to that. Damn! You know? But, man, this show here, man, it... I love watching it, but at the end of each episode, I'm like, hmm, what's next, man? What else are they gonna do? I mean, man, I'm ready to get to it, you know? But, hey, that, that's the beauty of it, man. Like, growing up as a kid, man, the shows I would watch it was once a week. You come on once a week. You wasn't you couldn't binge everything. You couldn't binge anything unless you bought the box set after it was already over, but 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 by that time, you've been and found out a spoiler from someone or on the internet. So, this right here is this was this was a cool cool strategy that what Marvel and Disney did and I can dig it. Um Man, it makes me wonder, are they going to have a season 2? But I guess it depends on how it ends because a lot of this is going to tie into Doctor Strange and stuff. So, We'll have to go from there. Right. But, um, yeah, this episode here was was dope. Um, majority, of, you know. But, um, man, it's, it's, it's so many questions that I mean, I'm still thinking about like, OK, is it possible that Professor Xavier sent Quicksilver there? Like it's possible, right? Cause when you think about it, days of future past, I mean, it's possible that it can have alternate you know, we could be in an alternate timeline or something, or that's where Quicksilver's coming from. Or, you know, um You remember, um, on was it yeah, on Endgame when Hulk, when he was talking to the ancient one and she was telling him that you know, what what you do here, you go and create a different branch, or create a different branch in the, in the timeline and stuff like that, you know, and it's going to affect her timeline, you know. So I wonder if we're in that situation, you know, so I don't know. Or was there always a Professor Xavier in the MCU t- timeline that we're in now? And if so, where the hell was he? Right. But y'all, oh man, just so many mad, so just so many questions, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm Excuse me for the for the long pauses, y'all. Like, uh, I'm, th- this is me thinking because it's just like I could go on for hours talking about this show, this one episode, man. You know, it's a whole lot of questions I have. But um, the chemistry now, the chem. I I, I like the way um Pietro was as the the cool uncle figure. To, to his nephews and stuff i thought that was dope at one point they thought he was a vampire because it's four, it 4 p.m and he's still asleep and he could hear him and then he woke up and he started scaring him being like the typical uncle we all have an uncle or someone who does that right and 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 a, an a underrated scene that i thought was cool it was small but it was still dope like when wanda when she was seeing vision out and what happened was right when she turned around when she closed the door bam Pietro used his speed, bam, he right there, and he just scared the crap out of her, and he was like 10 feet away from her, but it's just how he just crept up on her, and it's like, it's cool seeing that whole sibling bond, brother and sister bond between those two, I think that's dope, that's pretty unique, right, so we love seeing that, because in a way, it it seems like it does give her, a, a, a sort of sense of home, or something, you know, because everything is just grieving, 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 and it's like he brings a certain, element. Uh, matter of fact, he said it himself. He says, "I'm I think he said it like he said, um, I'm here to help allow you to to grieve or something like that." You know, and that's cool, you know? That's cool. Even though she knows her brother's dead, but right now he's alive right now, you know? So it's cool to have him with his per- vibrant personality in the mix because I mean, Vision is not a, it's not really a vibrant personality you know but he tries to be vibrant but it still comes off a bit dry but this is her brother you know this is something that you know hey every relationship we have is different you know relationship with your brother and your sister your cousin your uncle your auntie mom dad grandma grandpa spouse children it's gonna all be they can all be great you Great, great, loving relationships, but it's different. It's different how you go about them. It's different as far as how you approach them, and how you joke around and kid around with one another. And it's good that she has that right now going for her. You know, I am pretty sure that's a big help for her. You know, but hey, but she wasn't BSing when um he said, hey, it's not like he um Vision can die twice when she sent, when she saw that he was being harmed, and she just blasted him out the way. So she's like, hey, it, that's the typical brother sister sibling thing right you're getting out of land, out of hand i'm gonna smack you i'm gonna push you you know so i don't think she hurt him bad but she just got him out the way just to hey just to shut him up you know but that's gonna wrap it up for this episode man i did not realize i was talking that much but you know time flies by when you're having fun once again thank you all for listening student of the game podcast please hit that like and subscribe button, so that way when I drop a new video, I mean, excuse me, not video, not dropping video shit, when I drop a new episode, okay, it comes directly to you, all right, bam, all right, student of the game podcast, peace out.